you're dealing with it. Welcome back. It's uh, a podcast about rolling with the punches. Uh, this is a mother and son podcast. I am Trish. I'm the mom. My name is Matt, and I am the son. Uh, all right, Ma, how, how have you been doing this week? Um, So this week... Oh, first, first, uh, how did our goals? Our goals oh. for, for the week. Yours was... I had two goals. One was um, meditation um, with... The, uh, I used Headspace, the, the app that you can get onto your on your phone. Yeah. Um, so I did it every day except I missed one day. So I guess you'd say I did it every day but once. Yeah. And I am on there just three minutes guided meditation. I like it a lot. Yeah. I like it a lot. And you I, you um, like just the sort of, because there's a couple options, right? There's like a five minute one and then like a 10 minute one. Yeah. Well, I'm at three, yeah. but I'm starting to feel like I'm getting. I'm, I'm, I'm comfortable with three. Yeah. Um, three seems to go fast. The first day when you're being quiet and you're trying to focus for three minutes, it's like forever, yeah, right? Yeah, for sure. But now it feels like, like it's going pretty quick and um, I, I feel maybe I could up my time a little bit with it. Yeah. We'll see. Have you noticed, what sort of um, things do you notice after you do it? Does it kind of just put you in a, a, you know, a positive space or? It is... Um, you know, the things that in this guided meditation, uh, you, you're breathing, you're closing your eyes, you're focusing on your breathing, you're focusing on you, you, you and just trying to keep your thoughts quiet. One of the days, they uh, and there was a video, yeah. um, they talked about, it's like you're, you're just uh, supposed to be sitting back, and even though there's many things going on in your world and thoughts going by, consider those maybe uh, cars on the freeway and you're just looking at them right then you don't have to jump in and get engaged with any of the things that are going on yeah just be still be in your space focus on yourself your breathing um focus on your body how it feels when it's settling in um it's just really uh really neat and after i have meditated it i am really calmer and relax three minutes. Yeah. Just three minutes. Just takes three minutes. And um, so, what I'm doing though that I'd like to change up is I kind of forget about it during the day, and then at night it's like, oh yeah, I got to get my meditation in. Because yeah. one thing this app does is it it counts like how many days in a row you do oh, it. Oh yeah, yeah. So if you miss a day, oh your streak is over. So now you have <laughs> right. to get back. Yeah. Yeah, it's like start over. <laughs> and so I have um, five days. Tonight will be six. But one thing I'm doing is meditating before I go to bed, which I wonder if it wouldn't be better to do it mid-morning, sort of when you are more keyed up, try to yeah. fo- see how it feels um, then. so Yeah, when I when I was doing it, uh, I would do it right when I woke up. Um, uh-huh. It's like I'm still a little groggy, you know, and stuff, yeah. but it kind of just like starts the day off at kind of a nicer pace. Right. But I would run into the same thing where like midway through the day or so, I'm, I, I've lost that sort of uh, like focus and focus. calm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, well, the, sometimes the app would send you know, the, like if you don't do it for a few days, it'll be I like, know. <laughs> maybe you should take some time today to meditate. And then it just sets me my brain on fire. Like, don't talk. I don't have time. I don't need you judging me, app. I know it does. It sends little notifications <laughs> out. And on one of them, I, God bless him, but maybe try eating a meal alone today. <laughs> well, what the heck? My husband died. Of course I'm eating a meal alone today. I eat all day. my meals alone. I, we pick one. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, jokes on them. <laughs> they didn't know. <laughs> but, um, so yeah, the meditation is something I really enjoy. Although doing it at night, after I'm taking melatonin now <laughs> to help me sleep. Oh, to go to sleep, yeah. 
it just may be that I am, um, you know, building up a lot of reasons why it's working so well. I yeah. should try it different times of but, the day. Yeah, just experiment with stuff. That's cool, though. Yeah, I was having some problems falling asleep at night. It, You know, right initially after your dad passed, I didn't sleep well at all. Yeah. And then it went into um, where I was sleeping, and now I'm back to just having a hard time again. So I try melatonin to um, just help with that. Yeah. And... Um, and then I, you know, kind of freak out, like, well, what if I go to sleep and never wake up? Who's going to find me? Who's going to know? <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. I know. I know. Yeah. Those are the thoughts. Oh, uh, well. And but. so we'll see. But um, I think that meditation and melatonin, the two M's of the week, yeah. my M&Ms, are, M&Ms. <laughs> are, are not doing too bad. My other goal this week was to, um, because... Thanksgiving, I decorated for it because we had people coming over, and so I thought, let's just stay on the roll, and uh, de- I took Thanksgiving down and put Christmas up. Now, you tell me, how did I do with my goal? It, beautiful. We walked, in, we walked into the house, and it was a, it's a winter wonderland you got up in here. Thank you. Yeah, I do. I like your little tree that you have in the, the bedroom with the, your flying pig. My flying pigs and silver bells. I love flying pigs. I've always been one. Um, well... Partly is don't tell me I can't do that. If when pigs fly, right. well, you know what? Let's just watch something happen here. Yeah. And the other thing is, you just got to believe, you know. And um, definitely, why not? Why not? Yeah. Pigs can fly. So yeah, your your flying pig uh, memorabilia collection is probably getting pretty respectable. <laughs> well, I used to have them over at work. I had a lot of flying pigs, and the students I worked with loved the idea of you know pick a goal of something that's hard, and then people say pigs. Um, you know, can't fly. Well, let's see what would yeah. happen. I even had one that was uh, attached to, from a little fishing line from the ceiling. And if he turned him on, his wings would flap and he'd go yeah. in a circle. <laughs> yeah. And so I'd let him turn on the, you did that? Well, <laughs> pigs are flying. Hey, turn yeah. that on. They would work hard for things like that. So yeah, I did, um, I did decorate. I, though, um, I'm trying to be really cognizant of the times that I, I know pain and suffering are different now. I'm really appreciating the difference. And I feel like I suffer more if I'm tired, if I'm just overwhelmed, if, you know. So with the Christmas decorations, I would, I, um, well, you know, they're under the stairs as you yeah. go down our stairway. And I just pulled out a box at a time, brought one box up at a time. And that's really different than we used to do when you were kids. I'd say, tonight we're decorating for... Christmas right. and it would, it would be like we'd make a night of it a of night thing. of it and bringing up all these boxes and all of these things and um, just pulling them out and um, so I went slower because I knew if I got if I got tired of it I didn't want a whole bunch of boxes sitting around the living room that would be a job and then make me even feel worse yeah one box at a time came up and so I started on um, about five days ago and I have just been doing a little bit at a time, and it's been really nice, and I've enjoyed it. And tonight, uh, just before you guys got here, I was uh, putting up some um, of this the snow village, the little light up village Absolutely, that I yeah. have, and uh, I was actually, and I'm kind of proud of myself. I, I turned on a couple of Christmas CDs, um, the one, the Charlie Brown Christmas one. I uh, love that one. What's his name? Vince uh, Garaldi. Garaldi. Thank you. Oh, from the back. Yay! Yay! Thank you for dating a smart girl. And I, um, and I knew there wouldn't be any words or something in there that would set me off and make me cry, you know. Yeah. And uh, the other one was uh, the Neil Diamond, very cherry Christmas. And 
I enjoyed it because I know this is painful. I know that I'd, I'd cry today. I'd, I'd cry right now. But I don't want... I don't want it to change me. And part of me is I love Christmas. Absolutely. I love the decorations. I love it. So I will um, modify. Sure. I will, um, you know, maybe sometimes I'll just say, no, I can't do that. Yeah. But, I feel like that takes some, that takes some bravery too, to be like, we knowing that coming into this Christmas season is going to be, uh, you know, arguably harder than, than Thanksgiving just because Christmas, all the our, our house has just been the... such more of a, a bigger deal. Right. And, uh, and stuff, but then allowing yourself still to be like, but I still like Christmas. I still like doing these Christmas right. things. I'm not going to stop just because it it hurts. Yeah. It, yeah. And that's cool. And it's brave. I mean, it takes some, some, some getting up and you. going to do. Thank you. I, I just know that, um, if I, if I didn't do it, I would feel, I'd feel worse. Yeah. I'd feel worse. And I, I love Christmas and I, I love all that it. I love the feelings, the the uh, the, the community, the family, the um, all in the decorations, and 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 yeah, this is a sad year for it. Mm-hmm. But like I said, I don't want to change so drastically that I can't do a Christmas for sure. Yeah. And and I can say at least from my perspective, coming into this house, it feels a lot. Of, there's a lot of that Christmas cheer. A lot of it, it looks really nice and it feels really cozy and nice. Thank you, thank you, Matt. Yeah. So, but I know, I know what you mean coming into this, uh, this season, there's a lot of things that are feeling like just, I see like the light up trees and I think of, even though it's a childhood memory, like the tube of Christmas, like just the pictures of, they just are so in my head of dad and, and bands and, and so Christmas. Tuba Christmas things. is a time where tuba players from all around an area, a valley, whatever, come together in, um, our area, they'd come to Boise and one of the places they play is in the rotunda of the Capitol building, where it's just this tall, huge sound, and the tubas would play, and it yeah. was just awesome. Okay. It's funny you said that. My sister, uh, who's in Minnesota, said she just had gotten home from a tuba Christmas that she went to oh, watch. Oh, really? I didn't know that was a worldwide or a nationwide yeah, thing. Yeah, and she didn't expect it, but she got missing dad. Yeah. Because she knew he would have loved it. And uh, I texted her back, and I said, you know, Kathy, he was probably just standing there right next to you at it. I said, although he would rather have been playing. <laughs> and she said, yep, front and center. So, yeah, yeah. if um, if there is the ability for people in, from their other realms to go do things, I hope he's playing every stinking tuba Christmas he wants to this year. And I know what you all mean. over the country. And if that, if such a place is, is, then, you know, he is. Oh my goodness! But, yes, uh, yes. Um, so, about your goals? My goals uh, were to clean, to uh, clean, some, do something every day to yeah, keep our house yeah, right. clean. And I, I am pretty sure I nailed every day. Uh, no, some days were bigger than others. Like cleaning the bathroom was a bigger project than like doing the dishes. But but um, yet, got something done. Got something done every day enough to like not feel guilty, like playing video games and. Stuff. Well, that's good. But, so you kind of feel like you're more in the balance of being taking care of your home and responsibilities at home and yeah and it is kind of nice to because normally i i'll get home especially this week uh my job is at this microfiber towel company and uh um they had this big sale for black friday and we just got like and it's a good problem to have but we just got slammed with orders like more than anyone was expecting and uh and so it's just been crazy busy at work 
and stuff. So like, but normally I'll come home from work and I'm just like tired. And my, it's in a, 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 a way of thinking that I would like to shift is like, I'm so tired and I'm just like, I don't want to do anything. I'm pooped. I don't want to make dinner. I don't want to clean mm-hmm. any of these things. Um, but to have set the goal to come home and clean, I found that even when I was tired and I come home, it's like, no, I made this commitment to clean. I liked it because it was like, I spent all day, I mean, for a job that I like, but I spent all day working hard for them. So then come yeah. home to do something for like us in our house and right. myself. It's like, it just felt good. It was yeah. like, it was more, it was expending more energy, but that wasn't as like draining as like my, in my head. I you would think it is. It felt nice yeah, to do. Yeah, right. Um, so maybe I'll clean a little more often, but it's well, one thing every day <laughs> for sure. That's awesome. No, but it was, it was nice. Uh, it was a good goal. Um, hard though sometimes to be like, yeah. uh, like what project do I want to take on? You know, because there'd be some projects where it's like that's not, that's a little bigger than, than my weekly yeah. <laughs> like cleaning yeah. thing, like certain rooms and stuff. But like, uh, um, yeah, just be like, okay, what is it today? What are we gonna do? It was a a a, a good challenge around the house. Good for you. Yeah. Congratulations. And it's a great. Um, you know, you start doing it every day. That'll be a habit. It'll become a habit that's For sure. a good habit. And you'll look around and you'll say, well, I know I, you know, I know how to do that. And I don't like the look of it being uh-huh. undone. So let's just take care of it. Yeah. Yeah. And it's nice to, because I don't live alone. I live with mm-hmm. Katie. And it's nice to, to do something that I know that she appreciates too. And that is nice for both of us. Yeah. Um, as simple as doing the dishes or taking out the trash. But it recycling. means the world to somebody else too, who doesn't have to do it because you did it. So yeah. it's just participating in that in that relationship. Right. Because we share, we divide up responsibilities like that in general. Uh, you know, some, some weeks it'll lean, I'll do more, sure. or she'll do more, more yeah. often, she'll do a little more than I do, but uh, it's... Overall. Overall, yeah. we, we yeah. share it with stuff, yeah. but, but to actively be like, I'm just going to do this and like stuff and then yeah. no one else has to worry about it. It's a good thing. Yeah. I liked it. Well, that's a, I mean, it's not like you just moved in recently, but still that's a dealing with it thing is when you and another person cohabitate cohabitate and and you love each other you want to have time together and to to come to the you know the conclusion that sometimes if i do a little extra then we have more time just to be it's together it's true it's true and then like more often than not you know it's like i mean none of that stuff goes unnoticed it's if if I come home and like a big project's been done, if something kicks in my brain, I'm like, okay, now I have to do something <laughs> of a similar caliber or else like, it just feels uneven. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so, so yeah. But that's a I'm great good. cycle to be in, you know, rather than, oh, she doesn't do that, so I won't do right. that. Right, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah for I have sure. to say over the years, you know, um, your dad and I as well, it wasn't always 50-50 because there were times where my life was busy or his was and the other person picked up the slack so, but it was always about uh, both of us working together to take care of things. And it wasn't that there were things, you know, in raising you kids, he changed diapers. He got up in the middle of the night and fed kids and took care of you when you were sick. I did too. You know, yeah. we both, there weren't things that were boy jobs, girl jobs, you right. know, I yeah. was so grateful. And I'll tell you, you know, I loved your dad a lot when I married him, but I fell in love 10 times harder when I saw how well he loved our babies. Yeah. You know, that's just something. And, and when, when you're taking care of your home, when you're taking care of your pets, when you're doing those things, it just is. It, it builds that relationship. Yeah. And it helps you gain and build respect for each other yeah. and stuff. And that's huge, huge it and important. Is. It is. 
Um, something else that happened this week, Mom, is you attended yeah. a group counseling session. I did it. Session. I did it. The, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to back up sure, one, yeah. uh, one day earlier than that because the group counseling happened on Wednesday morning. On Tuesday, <clears throat> it had been such a great day. And I realized, you know, um, we've got that family wedding. Your brother's wedding is coming up, and I needed to um, mail the invitations. To you. I hope you guys got it. Oh, we got it. Oh, the then the mail worked. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I um, I needed to get those done. So start getting those sent out. And that felt good. And then I realized, oh, my goodness. there were s- I was intending to send out some thank you notes for your dad's service and things that oh yeah yeah in he passed in august so i wanted those to be out in september it didn't happen but in september i read all the cards i had my really good cries and read all the beautiful things people wrote i started a list of thank you notes i needed to send out um you know the people had sent flowers such and and things spoke at the funeral and such and so i um i thought well I, well, after I had done that in September, I had sort of my own Excel sheet, you know, ready yeah. to go, had addresses and all that. I thought, well, as long as I'm doing letters on Tuesday night, big mistake. But let me just go ahead and get those sent out. <laughs> yeah. Well, then I, I was on my computer and I couldn't find that document that I had done and probably not even saved somehow clear back in September when oh, I have really? no memories of what anything was. So you spent all this time making this Excel sheet of... People Clear back in September, and, and I uh, couldn't find it. But I said, well, I'm just going to push through. Yeah. I pulled out the cards again, and I started reading them Tuesday night. I'm tired. Yeah. Should I have not known better? I had already, I was thinking about Eric and his wedding, which is is lovely and melancholy. And now let's just go on into Dad's funeral, too. Yeah. And I just, yeah, right. Anyway, yeah. so. Um, when it rains, it pours. Why don't we just, long as, you know, as long as I've got my water wings on, let's just sure, put another sure, three yeah. feet of water in the pool. So um, I wrote those two. And so I was emotionally spent when I went to bed with my melatonin and my, that yeah. might have been the night I forgot to <laughs> to meditate. Um, so went um, the next day I went and mailed those at the post office. Both things together. I mean the the thank you cards and the invitations went out in the same mailing. And um, then um, then I went to the grief counseling. I mean on that same trip. Yeah. So I walked in, and I was I just I knew. I knew I was already kind of in a sad place, not place as where the grief counselor was. I was yeah. emotionally in a sad place because because I just the night before really overdone it. Yeah, and um, and I thought I thought to myself, oh, you're going to be so excited on Wednesday when those are done and done and off your plate. And on Wednesday, I was thinking, do I feel excited? No. Just kind of feel like you pushed yourself too hard. I'm tired. I'm yeah. tired. So then. I did go in to the um, the the grief uh, group. It's a grief group that meets um, Wednesdays, and it's uh, through the holiday season right now. It's the people in the group though all knew each other, so I um, so I think that like they the had been year. meeting. They'd been meeting prior to this. This was not just a standalone six week getting into the holidays group. It was sort of probably the new 
invitations to new people come oh, out okay. at the holidays. Anyway, there I am. Um, feel I mean, definitely the new kid on the block. I think, you know, there were people there who had lost fiancés and mothers and wives. Um, I, I think I'm the only woman who had lost a husband um, there. There might have been, let me count really because I want to get this right, Four, five, six, seven, seven of us who were mourning yeah. there, and one um, facilitator lady who's the, the counselor, yeah. the counselor there, and she's one who had come to our home uh, once every two weeks while Dad was here in six. So she knew Dad, she knew us, she knew our home, oh, really? she knew how it had gone. Yeah, so she was a familiar face, and that was nice. Um, and the topic there was. Um, was getting ready, you know, with the holidays and talking about how Thanksgiving had gone for everybody at the group and then how um, looking on towards Christmas for the group and sort of what the thoughts were. Yeah. Yeah. And was it, um, did you find it was kind of, uh, I guess, what, what were your expectations? Like, what did you think it would be? And did it sort of match up to that? Um, was it a positive experience? Yeah, it it was a positive experience. Um, you know, when... I don't know what I was thinking. When I went in, in my head, just in my head, uh, you know, the the picture of the people sitting in a circle all together. Yeah. Uh, anger groups or whatever. I mean, like things you see on AA. Hi, yeah, I'm yeah. Trish. Um yeah, I didn't know exactly what to expect. And it wasn't that far off, although we were just around a conference table. So there was a table. There were tissues in the middle of it. A um, couple, I think there were some kind of decorative holiday things there, too. Yeah. Um, behind me, there was a chart that had happened uh, with another group there explaining why this... <laughs> I love this one. How the second year is harder than the first. Oh, you're like, wait. Holy cow. I'm glad it was behind me and I didn't look <laughs> oh, at it very much because I just thought, really? I'm looking for Grieving 101. This <laughs> seems like an advanced course. It gets harder. It gets harder. Okay. All right. Yep. Appreciate the heads up, you know, I guess. Okay. I'm just going to keep these water wings inflated yeah. and uh, maybe get a little inner tube to sit in as I float through this business. <laughs> but... um. You know what? What was nice is that there were seven people who were not people I'm familiar with, not one of them. And their openness and willingness to talk um, was lovely. Yeah. And different ages, different. Uh, some of the, the people, uh, their, their significant other had passed um, in an accident. Or things that were quick, um, and and it was so interesting and so nice to hear that we're not so different mm-hmm. from them. And and I know that we talk. Uh, you know, your brothers and I talk. Anybody who wants to talk to me, we, I'll talk about. <laughs> yeah. And everybody's so sweet and understanding and nice. And here we're a group of other people, big group for me, seven strangers, who are in the same boat. Some of them have already passed their one-year mark with their person who has passed mm. um, 18 months or more. And that, um, I don't know, that it 
because in my brain, I still had that, that one year deal. You grieve for a year and, and then and, there you go. Yeah. And, um, and just to hear the, you know, the everyday issues, the gentleman who, um, whose wife, um, had passed away. He's, he's a bit older. They'd been married over 40 years and, you know, he's just having, having trouble figuring out how to get the house put together. Right. Um, those were probably not jobs he had growing and living with his wife of that generation. Just different like household things. And and, just, and it's overwhelming. Yeah. It's overwhelming to him how at Thanksgiving he didn't have a very nice time because nobody at this, at Thanksgiving even mentioned his wife's name. Mm. Um, and he just felt catered to the whole day. But the elephant was in the room and nobody addressed it. But everyone's got their gloves on, but no one's talking about it. But another yeah. woman in the group felt relieved at her Thanksgiving when people did not come up to her and give her condolences again. Two people mentioned, you know, sorry to hear about your mom, but she didn't want to hear it. She wanted to be able to go about her Thanksgiving with her family without having to be brought back yeah. to that. So... It is so, it's just a unique experience for everybody, but I can sure see where a person trying to support me would be confused. Do we, do we mention Sam? Do we not? It's Thanksgiving. Is that going to destroy her while she still has to put the gravy on? Right, right. And we really don't want to risk that. No, for <laughs> that, sure. For sure. I, people, nobody, nobody wants to, to make a grieving person feel worse. And no. so I know it must be so hard uh, to know what to do. And I just feel like it's important for us who are the grieving people to the best of our ability to communicate with others. Yeah. With what, where we're at and what we need. Yeah. Um, Cause I don't think it's, a, I don't think anybody, especially uh, like loved ones, people who care for us would ever intentionally uh, put us in an uncomfortable situation. No. Or, and we would never do that to somebody else who was in an uncomfortable situation uh, or uh, uh, an unfortunate situation. But yeah, it's like the thing of like, what do I say? Do they want to talk about it? You know, I, yeah, for sure. So if to the best of our abilities, we can communicate things, right. um, which I, I try to do sometimes. Uh, if I pick up that there's that sort of elephant in the room um, around a conversation, I'll I'll make a some kind of remark about about dad or something just uh-huh. to kind of like crack the door. Like it's so, okay. I'm okay to talk about it and yeah. then sort of like see where the conversation goes. Right. But it is it's it's in some ways like we've talked about in other episodes uh, like a dance. Yeah. Uh, talking about uh, like people that we love or, or just uh, grief or, or hardships. Um, but yeah, it's an uncomfortable situation for for all parties. Right. And you know, people mean well. I just have to believe that. I'm assuming the best of everyone I know that they mean well, and so they're. Comments that aren't helpful are probably just a misstep on their part. They didn't realize what it sounded like to yeah. me. Yeah, yeah. Um, one thing that was interesting around the holidays and that I did get directly from this this group was um, thinking um, as as the people who are grieving um, uh, seriously about about some of the things that we do. Um, I've decided this year I'm not going to send out Christmas cards. One, I don't know what to say. Yeah. Two. Yeah. I, I I'm okay. I, I between the condolence cards and the or the the thank you notes for the condolences and the uh, the wedding sort of things. I'm cool with with stamps. I'm I'm just feeling 
I'm not going to do this year a yeah. Christmas card. Um, but if I were thinking about Christmas cards and wondering what to do, if I hadn't made up my mind yet, some questions, and this is right from a sheet that came uh, from the, the grief group, but it was um, the first question I would ask myself is why? Why do I do it? Why do I send out a Christmas card? Mm-hmm. Okay. Where? Um, does it matter where I do it? It, if that were something like a, a, a meal, like going to a, to a house, or is it important to me that people come to my house for Christmas? You know, sure, does yeah. where matter? When does it matter when it's done? No, it doesn't matter really when it's done. Um, some things like buying presents they can happen on Christmas Eve. They can happen yeah, yeah. on the Fourth of July. I, you know, when it um, does it matter how it's done? You know, for me. The Christmas card, it does kind of matter how it's done. I don't want to put something out there that's not to a standard that I would like. And this year, I just can't meet it. So I'm not going to worry about it. Yeah. But because how does matter to me? If it were, if we're talking about Christmas decorations at my house, or like the Christmas tree, um, which is an event coming up for our family, because my tree is not up and all of you guys get to come help decorate it. Absolutely. Does it matter how it's done? No. No, it matters that it's standing up straight and that it has some lights and decorations <laughs> and pretty much I like it to be vertical. That's good. Yeah. Um, how it's done doesn't matter. But if it were something that mattered a lot to me, if I were really um, all in on how it needs to be done, then that might not be something that I ought to be giving away to somebody else if I didn't think they could do it right. If I were, I wouldn't ask others to come do something for me Yeah. if it's going to not be good enough or not the same way I want it to be. For sure. Does it matter who does it? Does it matter who bakes cookies for me this year? No. Yeah, yeah. I, I can bake cookies. Y'all can come over and make some cookies. Um, uh, and then want. Do you want it to change? And I know that we talked about after Thanksgiving, let's talk about Thanksgiving and see if we like it the way it is, if we want to change it next year. Yeah. Let's just see how it goes. But And we haven't. We haven't done that yet. But there was just a whole list of things um, here Um like going to holiday programs, like, you know, if I had little kids or grandkids who were in school yet, then does it matter if I go to their program? Well, yeah, it does matter. Right. You know, to me, it does matter. Um, so those would be things that you help, maybe help you prioritize with So kind of like how, how many of these boxes it. you can check off for the different sort of uh, yeah. events that are coming up. But if it didn't matter to me that I personally baked every Christmas cookie, then I could invite three or four lady friends to come over. And we could have some wine first. Yeah. And then we can start making some cookies. And then they are there if, if you know, we're part of my tradition to pass out Christmas cookies or something. Yeah. Um, it just, it was interesting to me that we have to think about the traditions differently. And what am I willing to do differently? What am I really, you know, dug in on that it were really important to me that they be done like I like to do them. And then that question of like, what is it okay to say no to? Like what, right? what is it okay to sort of, yeah, um, yeah, to, to put away? Because that's a hard, that's something I struggle with for sure. I mean, oh, just on, on a day-to-day um, basis of like, is this right for me? Is this good for, for my situation or, or whatnot? Just what is it okay to, uh, yeah. to allow myself to say, no, I, I don't want to do this. Yeah. Uh, and there yeah. are, there are w- women, I think, I'd like to say maybe, I don't know. I don't like to do those gender things about like boys or girls, stuff. but as a woman, I know that we put a lot on ourselves to do, um, 
and we want it to be right and we want it to be um and if somebody needs help by golly yes ma'am i'm here i'll help you sister because we're in this together yeah and um but there might be some things that i would say no to this year um now i'm in an odd position because uh i don't need to worry about my work christmas party Right. This year, because I'm retired. <laughs> so there are things um, that are off my plate anyway. Uh, but but if I, let's say I were in a position where I was the Christmas party planner, maybe this would be the year I'd say, I just think that's too big for me right now. I need some help. But interesting, at the, um, the grief group, we had a role play on how we would say no to someone. The idea that that is an exercise that we needed um, made me feel sort of bad because saying no is not easy. And sometimes it's not accepted easily if a person doesn't want to hear no. That's the thing, yeah. And um, I think we have expectations of other people, uh, right or wrong. I know that, um, you know, you know, I know. uh, My mom, your grandma passed away, oh, gee, five years ago? Yeah, five, six, yeah. And so some of those expectations of, you know, what your parent does at Christmas time landed on dad, who never did them anyway. My mom did them for the two of them. So even at my age, I'm learning um, about just as as my dad is not part of a couple with my mom, his expectations need to change. But still that child in you goes, Wait a minute. Yeah, this isn't how it's supposed this to be. This isn't right. Yeah. That's not how my mom would do yeah, it. Yeah. <laughs> and I um I worry to an extent that of course it's natural, so you boys are gonna probably already have gone, that's not how that's supposed to go. But but you will through holidays, weddings, New Year's, um, Valentine's. I don't know what. Yeah. That's not how it is. But but I, I'm hopeful that uh, we're all able to kindly communicate and just listen to each other. And Yeah, I mean, and I could say, I, th- I think at least for our group, it's, uh, you know, I in our situation of things um, being so up in the air and like new, a bunch of new and first right. sort of things, uh, I, at least for myself, I don't have an expectation of how things are supposed to be. Um, you know, I mean, I guess it would be one thing if, like, uh, so I, I love your idea and I love the stockings that are out there. We mm-hmm. have our new set of stockings for our new, uh, uh, like, life right. with this. Um, but, like, had you been like, we're not doing stockings at all, there might be a part of, you know, yeah. that would be like, uh, I like the stock. You know, I, it's <laughs> I like, like it's the just stocking like, thing. <laughs> yeah. And so. Where uh, is Santa going to put his like, stuff? <laughs> <laughs> I know. Where am I going to get my orange and my toothbrush? <laughs> Um, but I have you thought of those things? <laughs> um, I know. But uh, yeah, so I guess there is that sort of thing of of how things are supposed to be. But there's also very much a, or not how they're supposed to, but how just that image in our mind is. Yeah. But there's also that uh, room to breathe of like l- let's change things right. up, let's make sure it's um, comfortable for everyone yeah. involved. So like something like this holiday that does mean a lot to us can stay uh-huh. special and nice and not be. Yeah. Well, I've been thinking about you and Katie have, um, last several years have come over and spent Christmas Eve at the house, mm-hmm. which has been so much fun. We play games and, 
Yeah. We're so inappropriate. It's so <laughs> fun. Yeah, last year was a blast. It was such a blast. Um, and this year, you know, you're offering to come over again. I'm thinking, would they, do they want to do that? Because I'm just like sad. Or do they want to come over because we're going to play? Do they want to come? I, you know, I'm still I, like. My expectations have just been uh, non-existent. I think of a thing of just like, a good the good thing, I mean, to, to, to bring up there. I guess like every year our family has that tradition of reading the Polar Express. Just right? that book. Right. It's just the, uh, something that I, we've always we love done. It. Everyone takes, reads a page and passes it around. Do we do that this year? I mean, like, you know. Right. Dad was always a, a big part of that. Uh you know, yeah, is that one of those things that's like, oh, this is how it's supposed to be. I know. But for, I can say for myself, like, no, it's one of those things where I think it's like it's how it's been, and mm-hmm. I love those memories. Right. But if 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 doing that is going to cause pain, suffering, then it takes away yeah. the whole point of getting together right. as a family and reading it. the book. You know, and this year, you and Katie and I will be here. I don't know about your brother and his wife and, and Ernie, but she goes to sleep around eight. Yeah. Eric will be on his honeymoon over in in Florida with Natalie. So it would be the three of us reading to each other. And unless we're doing it and taking shots at the same time, <laughs> yeah. I just don't know if it sounds... No. And, and maybe that would be the fun way to go. Maybe maybe the three of us get together. We say, <laughs> all right, let's start from scratch. Let's, pe- let's pen some ideas out. out and see what would be fun. Yeah, but I also want you to know it's okay if you guys want to spend the night in your own bed and then come over the next day in the morning. I'm cool with that, too. Yeah, and um, and I am cool with that too. So it's just just being... I, yeah, it's just opening it up. But I don't want I I don't want you guys thinking I need to be over there on Christmas Eve because my mom is going to lose her. Yeah, because yeah. <laughs> no. I won't. No, I won't. for sure. I, it's a tradition I enjoy. Okay. I enjoy staying over here. But uh, well, then that would be the reason to do it. Yeah, exactly. Uh, just spending time, and that's just the thing. Allowing our each other room to breathe, right. allowing and accepting unconditionally the choices that we make Absolutely. in the in those decisions. Absolutely, but knowing that each other are strong enough, I don't want you thinking I'm not strong enough. For sure. Okay. That's the big thing. That's the big thing with uh with this is, um, and I don't know if some of it's like a deflective sort of strategy to to ease my own sort of pain or whatever, right. but it's. It's like, oh, I'm okay, but how's mom? How's right. Sam? How's Eric? How's Katie? How's like everything else? You know, to the point where it's like, I know that I'm doing okay, right. but I need to make sure that everyone else is doing okay. But then, like, if we're all doing that, we're, right. we're not worried about ourselves, we're worrying about each other. Right. But, but that's I, how we're building a safety net under everybody. Exactly. And that's and there's comfort that's in beautiful in reaching out and being there for yeah. others. Like yeah. a lot of, I'll gain a lot of strength myself. By being there for you or for Sam right. or for Eric or like any, like, you know, right. it's just because you don't feel alone. I think that's the huge thing. It's just connect, being connected. Well, and we don't want anyone else we love to feel bad without having support. Yeah. That's part of being a friend and a family, too, is it's not, um, you can't just think about you. Mm-hmm. You think about each other. And thank goodness, you know, somebody's always coming up and having a good a bunch of air at one time so they can go ahead yeah. and take a breath and head back down to get to the right, bring somebody else up to the uh-huh. surface. Um, but I think after being with the, the group on Wednesday, I felt so fortunate that I don't, um, I guess I don't need to role play saying no. If you said, mom, we all want to go out Christmas Eve and da, 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 da. 
And I didn't. Yeah. I think I'd be okay going, I'm good. No, I think you thanks. would too. Yeah. Um, thanks for asking, though. Maybe next year for me, but you let me know how to send me some pictures. Bye. Yeah, yeah. I don't have to role play saying, not for me. Right. I'm strong enough to do that. And I, for whatever reason, I'm glad that, I'm glad that it's me, that, mm-hmm. that I don't have to go to a group and practice saying, no, thank you. Yeah. So with your, um, the experience that you had going to this group is that something that you think is, is for you um necessarily or that you wouldn't would do you plan on going back yeah i absolutely plan on going back and i i look forward to going back the people seem so nice yeah um and this particular group actually has bonded to where uh, they go and do potlucks together at different houses i mean oh, not really? with not with the facilitator but they just have been i think together long enough yeah. that they do those things together but in in this um a part of the the weeks that we're working together, one of the uh, weeks we'll be going to I think the Salvation Army to help with the food um, bank or something like oh, that, really? doing something for others. Yeah, and there's value in that when you are grieving and you're mourning and you're so sad to go and make somebody else's life better is an important thing to do, and I think it can build you build you up. Sometimes when you give, it it's better. For, it almost is better for you than for what you did for the Salvation Army. Yeah. Oh, for sure. I can. I can. I definitely agree with that. Um, for for a while, um, after high school, I volunteered at that free clinic here yeah, in Caldwell. Yeah, you did. And that was it. Was amazing. It's a it's a humbling experience, but it also is one that like shifted my perspective from me, my life. How is this? What is it? Does it affect? How does this affect me? Mm-hmm. It it switches it to a a thing of like. I'm I'm very fortunate to have the things that I have, and even when things are, are difficult, uh, difficult isn't something that I carry alone. There's everyone's got different problems, and so to right. like be able to directly um, help with with people um, with with one of their problems and right. stuff, it definitely just like if anything shifts that perspective of of self to more of like a worldly um, meaning or, or something. I think that's so important, and to be able to. S- to reach out and help a person that you have no expectation that they're coming back and helping you back. It is not about that. Yeah. I'm helping you. I, cause I care. Right. And it's, it's like, I don't, you know, I feel like the, the term selfish has a very, uh, negative connotation to it, but it's, uh, there's something in, in a good, I think, sort of selfish way to, to you're, you're getting something out of giving. Yes. It's a, uh, it's a win-win. I mean, right. Yeah. Well, and those are the things that, you know, as I think about my um, my new life that I'll be creating, will be, I guess I am creating somehow, yeah. um, I want it to be a life that matters and that helps somehow. And, um, and as I'm getting my feet under me, we'll see how it goes, what opportunities come my way, but um, I'm looking. I'm looking forward to working. You know that week with the the grief group uh, there at the Salvation Army, and then I believe the last week that we're together will be close to Christmas. And there is something that we're making an ornament. Mm. Now I'm assuming it's going to be a sad ornament to me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know why, um, but I'm thinking. Um, you know, hey, arts and crafts, right? Okay, sure, yeah. I'm just going to go in mar- with my Martha Stewart attitude. Uh-huh. And try to. And if get... you have the one positive and, and happy, <laughs> joyous ornament, that's okay. 
or if yours is melancholy and others are more happy, <laughs> well, that's like, okay. You know, I don't know what the assignment's going to be. Right. If it's to make an ornament that represents your dad or represents my feelings about this year or something, I don't know. Yeah, maybe make it and put it on the tree in a couple of years. But it Give seems... me some more black glitter. Yeah, right. Yeah, you know, exactly. <laughs> Pass it on. <laughs> And that's why I didn't get invited to the earlier grief group. <laughs> but, um, you know, the things, what I learned is the things that we have been learning and talking about with each other are normal. Other people who are in the same situation as us, um, whose grief journeys didn't start at the same time ours did, feel the same way we do. Yeah. That um, they get overwhelmed. They are sad. They are mad, so angry. Yeah. And we, um, at the unfairness of what it is we go through, um, some of them are very close to the one-year anniversary of when their person passed. And those those days apparently are very, very, very hard. And leading up to those days are hard. For sure. I can imagine losing someone around the holiday season yeah. is really hard because it, right? it's just what... You you know I would think would connotate you would connotate this time of year then to also that more melancholy um, yeah. like experience yeah so it's got to be really rough yes so um, yeah I'm I went I'm gonna go again I'm going to really participate and and get and you know give and get what I can from the group and for the group and. Um, That'll be really I cool. might be making some new friends I'm that really, I didn't I, even know. I'm really curious um, to 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 keep checking in with this because I think it's a, a really cool thing that's offered, um, and it's it's cool that it's um, that to be in a space with people who are have a very their own completely unique story, but everyone's com- commiserating over the same sort of uh, right. or feelings. I don't know if commiserating is the right word, but like at least relating to each other with right. the same sort of uh, emotion like that's a, a pretty cool thing to get to uh, um, be a part of well how how very unique everyone's experience is there was a gentleman who was speaking how his wife loved Christmas and he has cleaned out the garage and basically got rid of all their Christmas stuff mm. I don't yeah I don't know because to him that is suffering on top of his pain was was that yeah um i get it i respect it yeah and sure. just because it may not be my way doesn't mean it's not the right way for him um it's just so unique that and that's seven people think of how it's different it is with 70 or yeah. seven thousand and mm-hmm. um and there's so many people in the world that just go about look and we all look normal on the outside that's yeah and we don't know that's the big thing i think there's a lot of a lot of heaviness that everyone carries, yeah. you know? I mean, there's a lot of... The grief over illness, the grief over loss, the grief over... Um, you know what? Even, in a way, having a brand new baby is awesome. Mm-hmm. It's just like your family grew and it's lovely, but, you know, you do grieve the loss of your childhood now. Yeah. You know, sometimes it's sad because you don't get to go out without making a plan to have someone... Walk. You know, it's just so yeah. different that even great things... Come with their own. Come with that change and the loss of how it was. Yeah, totally. Um, There's something that I, that's something I think about pretty often too is that, you know, I mean, the the fact of everything is that, with it, 
whatever this is that we are alive in, whatever we are, is we get one. We get one of them. And so I think as I've been noticing getting later into my 20s that I'm starting to sort of see is there's a lot of fighting against that, like, oh, what if, what if I had done this? What, you know, it's just like there's a little... I wouldn't even say it come with grief, but there's just that sort of, I don't even know melancholy, but there's that feeling of like missing some, right. missing out on something yeah, that right. just because. You can't regret every decision right? like, you I make, love, but did it, did I maybe drop the ball somewhere? Or, or just like or, what would be different? And like not yeah. even, it's not even a negative or positive feeling, but just that sort of like weird feeling of like what, of all the yeah. millions of possibilities that my life could be, sure. I love the one that I'm, that I'm doing, yeah. but it's also like there's so many that there could be. Right. So just that idea is so like, I don't know. It Melancholy is not the right word, but it's just so like he, big. I don't it's know. It's so big. And it, what it, it shows you is the importance of living every day to make it a good day uh, right. to the best of your ability. A, a day, not necessarily a happy day, not necessarily a, but maybe I'm meaning a, a meaningful day mm-hmm. that uh, it was a day worth giving up a day of your life for. Right, right. Um, and you just don't know. Your dad passed at 57. So you don't know. Yeah. Was it 58? 58. Yeah, 58. So, Wait, yeah. Was yeah, it? he was 58. Yeah, almost 59. Yeah, so uh, every day matters. And maybe that is a lesson that you kids will have more, I don't know, meaning around it. You know, maybe you'll have you'll have an experience to attach to that for sure idea. And every day does. I mean, it, you're, it furthers your journey, good or bad, and stuff. And something too that I think that can be an overwhelming feeling. Like that, it almost puts a lot of pressure to feel like I have to make the most of every day. But really, I think it's you know more of an importance to just be present every day. You know, because yeah. like. You know, it's not a, a marathon. I mean, it's a you know, it's it's not a sprint, kind of a thing. I, I think taking having days that are that are bad, like it's not a waste. I've struggled with that a lot. Um, I've been trying to do this thing where I cram in a lot of everything I have to do. I try to cram in from Monday to Saturday, and Sunday is the day that I don't have that mm-hmm. I can rest. You know, mm-hmm. yeah. I've just like put it aside. But then I struggle, even though I'm like, okay, I accomplished a lot this week. Um, now it's Sunday. It's my day to just relax, recuperate, uh, do what makes me happy kind of a thing. I'll still end up feeling guilty at the end of the day that I wasted a day. Because you don't give value to yourself the way you give value to, to the project. To accomplishments. And, and, yeah, yeah, exactly. And that's it's a hard thing to break out of. Yeah. Um, and I'm trying to be – I mean, I think in the way I'm trying to combat that is just being mindful of it and, and – mm-hmm. Um, the big thing of, of speaking to yourself as you would to your friend, you know, yeah. if someone was like, I didn't do anything today. Like I just, you know, I, I farted around the house and uh, didn't really get out or do anything. It's like, that's okay. That's a, that's okay. Yeah. If it's one day, it's not your whole, it yeah. wasn't a whole week or a no. whole summer it's like, or did, a whole, yeah. Did your body feel like you were up for going out and doing a bunch of stuff? Like, no, then it's okay that right. you rested. Yes. Uh, there's, it's a very valid I wonder Way if it goes be. back to our early American puritanical kind of ideas of, yeah, you waste not, what not. Right, right. Pull and, yourself uh, <laughs> up by your bootstraps and you get out there and you pound the pavement. And right. it's really, it's like. Because I did not teach that to you, but no, you, no, but you grew up in a culture yeah. where that's how it is. For sure. And like, you know, uh, I deal with 
anxiety issues a lot and stuff too. And so I think that just gets sort of exacerbated by those things mm-hmm. of like, uh, I'm not doing everything I can to put myself in, uh, whatever this idealized life situation sure. goal, like, like there is even a, a yeah. <laughs> Like, there is even an end point where you could just be like, I've done it, now I will sit here in my accomplishments, even though, no, you're never no, going to get to that no, point. No, no, if somebody st- rolls a throne in for you, let me know. Yeah, right. <laughs> you yeah, need exactly. to be king for a yeah. day. You accomplished what you wanted, now you just kind of hang it. <laughs> you're no, all it's, done. Yeah, it's never going to be that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and again, like we always say, we are not experts on, on the, the topic of, of, of mental health and, and no. whatnot, but I do firmly believe that listening to our bodies, listening, uh, just being forgiving of ourselves. Uh, don't beat ourselves up. You know, when, when it does come down to being like, I just need to say, like to say no to something, uh, or I need to look out for me right now. Kind yeah. of a thing. Like it's okay to not beat yourself up over right. that sort of and, stuff. And to be able to say, especially here around the holiday time. No, it just it can get so busy every weekend every you know it can be so busy with the programs and the events mm-hmm. and the beautiful and you want to do it all but if your body can't do it then just say no yeah and give yourself permission to look out for you because I, I at least I have the belief that in doing that you're sort of setting yourself up for a more fulfilling experience in life if you're being kind to yourself and you're being uh respectful of 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 what you need um and and caring for those things you know we're sort of setting ourselves up then for a more a more fulfilling ex- experience just in life right um, instead of sort of that like rat race sort of feel of things um but like yeah it's a hard thing to to get get out of it is but you know if we don't feel comfortable in the way it's going then we can change it. And that's the um, the beauty of it, too, is... Um, yeah, we're not really... I mean, there's no real physical tethers. There is things. not. We can change. We no. can pick and choose. Right. And that is uh, exhilarating and terrifying at the same Ex- time. I Very, yeah, well played, um, yeah. I think, I think that, uh, you know, in my... I feel busy every day. I know I've retired. I don't go to a nine to five job anymore. I don't have to to do that. Um, and I don't take care of anybody really, except mm-hmm. for kind of myself. Couple, couple <laughs> cats. Couple cats that come and go. Um, and so, and I realize, I realize that I'm a little um, scared and terrified about making my world bigger. Mm-hmm. And so, um, meeting new people. Hey, help me with this. Facebook. Okay. Since your dad has passed away, I have had more friend requests from men that I don't know. So are they, have you looked at, I mean, are they real people? How do you know if they're real people? Okay, I will show you. Because I do think, because I get a lot of friend requests too, uh, but most of them are not real. Usually you can tell by like clicking on their profile uh, looking and see if they like, you know, like post themselves actually doing things. A lot of times, like these like bot accounts will just be. I don't even know what the. Why end would goal somebody is. do that? Yeah, I don't. Not even sure. Why does somebody want to be my friend? And I'm talking guys, yeah. Matt. Does that make you uncomfortable? No. I mean, no. <laughs> <laughs> Your mom's talking to you about guys. Why would somebody have a 
social media account and go out there and just look for girls, I think. That's what it makes me feel like. Yeah. They're looking for women. Probably. I mean, you know, it doesn't seem like... Uh, I assume they're men that are, like, in this, a similar age to um, you. Some of them are kind of young. Yeah. I'll help you look and see. Because some of those probably... I mean... Well, I just delete, delete, delete. I, I yeah. don't really need friends. Yeah. But it's kind of like... It feels a little... Um, it actually kind of makes me nervous that somebody... Even it's a social media thing. And I, at my it, generation, it feels maybe like it's more real than they are. But it yeah. just feels... No, I know like, you mean. I don't know you. It's like somebody knocking on your door and you don't know who they are. And then you're feeling like, I'm not in a position to feel pursued or... I don't or, want to be yeah. your friend. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, for sure. I mean, uh, don't meet anyone online. I don't know. <laughs> but, Is that right? Well, or do, but I mean, you know, just be careful. Um, oh, Matt, but you're I giggling. Just, Matt, you're giggling and getting nervous. Oh, oh. I... <laughs> I my only concern when it comes to that on Facebook and stuff is I think a lot of those accounts aren't even real. At yeah. least uh, the friend requests I get are just, and I don't even know what the point of a a, a robot friend request is. Do uh, robot friend requests like do they show a guy wearing an army outfit? Possibly, possibly. Oh, okay. I know. Yeah, I don't get it. It's weird. It's weird. Online is such a minefield of crap uh, yeah. mixed in with like good elements and and uh, and good reasons for social media but there's a lot of people manipulating okay. it and using it so your dad and i started dating in 1980 the world's a different place yeah and then i get these requests for friends from facebook in yeah. 2018 yeah. um your mama's so out of uh, her element here I just, I just don't know no and it's in time you know but i understand i mean i'm I, i'm sure that the the world feels, especially when it comes to online, like huge. I mean, it's it's a vast. I don't know. Well, you want to be place. a not, you want to be a person who trusts people. You want to be a person who assumes the best, don't I? I mean, I just said that I assume the best. I do the same thing. But then it comes to this, and it goes. I I just don't know. No, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. I think it's just everything, especially when it comes to like the internet and whatnot, needs to be taken with a. I don't know if grain of salt, but it just needs to be uh, scrutinized a little bit before you like open yourself up, especially when it comes to like stuff with passwords and all that shit, because you don't oh, know. Man. Okay, so here's the thing. I'm still wearing my wedding ring. I feel in my head as married as I ever did. I, you know, it yeah. still surprises me. Dad's passed away. It's like, what? Right. Yeah. What did he do? What did he go do now? Yeah. Um. But they're... But there would come a time, you know, that maybe there are new people in my world. How would you guys talk about dealing with it? I know. That's uh, maybe a topic for a... For a Not when it's a real person, because if it's a real person, I would never talk about them. <laughs> <laughs> we have to have hypothetical person. Sure. No, of course. I mean, definitely we'd cross those bridges when it comes to it. I mean, the, the most important thing is that you're happy. And that's one of those things. If you're in a place where... Uh, you feel comfortable with the idea of allowing new people into your life uh, t- to to grow your life in that way. Uh, I mean, I would obviously always respect that. Uh, <laughs> you know what? Your face is so funny because you're saying the right words, but your eyes are like, oh, my God. <laughs> I'm, tr- I'm being calculated in how I respond to this question. 
Uh, but I would respect it. <laughs> and uh, let's get some goals. Can we for just next say week? that is not my goal? <laughs> that is so not my goal. I'm just saying, <laughs> Facebook. I don't know what to do with you. I love the friends I have. I'm deleting the friends I don't. I know. would just when it comes. But to... But there's that part that goes. What if that person is a really good person? I mean, obviously serve their country. They're in a <laughs> uniform. Can be how they get you. It's that what? Kate? Um, yeah. From experience, normally when people are friend requesting you and yeah. they're a bot, it's because they're trying to sell you something. So like that guy's probably trying to sell you something. Oh, like. Army tents. Yeah, <laughs> it could be. Could be. Oh. But it's it's one of those things too, and uh, you know, it's a controversial topic, I guess, of the goods and the bads of social media. Especially now, you hear all this stuff going on with the like Facebook uh, marketing towards people and uh, uh, its influence on elections and whatnot. The, it's a it's a place that it's like. Uh, it has its goods and its bads, but it's also a, uh, I don't know, sort of a lot of crap on there. Yeah. Um, and it's not real life. I mean, it's it's a place for people to share their lives, but Facebook, Instagram, those things, that's not the world. It can feel, it can make the world feel very large, and it, in a lot of ways it can connect you to people, but it's, it's not the real world, and it's not the real, not people, how they behave online isn't even necessarily how they behave Face to face. So, like, down the road, a year, ten years, whatever. How do you want me to ask you to check somebody out? Like, as a uh, as a, a suitor, Matt, would you? Yeah, would you read this Facebook account and see if they look? Oh, nice? I would scour their Facebook. Account. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, I would look at every little detail. So, for people who know my sons, um, you know that these guys are tall. Uh, yeah. <laughs> they have intimidating. They're kind as as they can be. They are teddy I'm, bears. I'm the smallest of the brothers, and I'm not that but small. No, you're not that small. And and you used to be a bouncer. Um, it was funny. We were at a not really. my son's my older son's wedding, and there was a guy. We won't name any names, but he was just a little. He was. Not, he was infatuated with me in a way that was not appropriate. Okay, and also important to announce, he was not a part of the wedding. No, he was. He was not. fishing with his son <laughs> in near the, the wedding. His son who kept hanging out in that trash can okay, and, sca- and scaring members saying, of our family. <laughs> I'm not saying that that I appreciated many things, <laughs> but you just about took that poor man out. But he came over to car as I was leaving. He put his head in the car. It really was interesting. It was inappropriate. Yeah, so I'm just hoping that for my sake that you boys will always look out for me in that kind of a sweet way. Um, of course. Of course. I would say this. I don't know if I'm the one you have to worry about when it comes to uh, that sort of a thing. Really? Uh, I'm the... Okay. Yeah. I... I I, I don't know if it's because I'm the middle brother or whatnot, but I do feel like I have a bit of a. I, I just observe things. I don't pretend. I don't particularly uh, judge things as they come along. So you think one of your other brothers may have more a, a little bit more burn? of a, a protective uh, sort of <laughs> aggressive feeling about things. Well, you know what? Then, but those are bridges we'll cross when, when we, come we need to. if we need to. If, yeah. Um. So I um, I have no absolutely no desire to be around no, any other people in my life it's well but the truth is though, and it's predictable but i just 
Yeah, that when I start getting those Facebook people, I start wondering, yeah. what the heck? Like, we also can't pretend that, like, you know, that your life's not going to, you know, we, I can't pretend that your life's not going to grow and you're not going to have new people come into it and new opportunities, not just people like that, but, like, you know, it's okay to give yourself permission to have new friends or, or you know, like open up your world yeah. but it's one of those things that's like when you feel ready because if it's right. a decision that you make that you feel comfortable with then that's well my hope is that then everything's just still natural if, don't, don't, that's don't all push I want. yourself out into yeah. a position you're not comfortable with because right. then you're not it's not real I mean it's not natural that's it that's it because um, I bet there's nothing more fun than meeting a gal who's in the middle of grieving the first year after her husband passed away I bet you we're a hoot to be around right I'm sure you got some stories yeah <laughs> So, um, I guess that's it. It's just, um, I, I just want to enjoy my days as they are. And if, if, you know, as, as things change and they do, um, yeah, then we'll see what happens there. Right. Cause it's, it's, it would be a disservice to yourself to go through life with like blinders up to not experience the world around you when you're ready to do so. Um, that would be you know, potentially missed opportunities and whatnot. It's, uh, yeah, but it's, I don't know. I, it's definitely like new. That's another, it's just a new thing. I think we're still, uh, I'm still so not ready. Yeah, exactly. I don't think we're quite there yet, but no, no, but, um, yeah, well, so robot people don't don't be doing that to folks on Facebook. That's not cool. I, that that makes people nervous. Yeah, you hear it. You heard it here. Yeah, quit doing please it. Don't do that. <laughs> that's just that's just one more thing that people going through grief don't need. Oh, I under completely. It's a it's not good. No, and you know you try to be nice though. I mean, it's hard to say. I don't want to be your friend. I mean, it's like you're, oh, ta- we you're taught to- ever since first grade. You don't do that. Oh, no, for sure. For sure. Katie and I have talked about that before, too. It's like I'll get like a friend request and I, I look and they say they're from Boise. So I'm like, oh, cool. Okay. I'm like, I probably met them <laughs> at some point. And then like I'll see them posting stuff. I'm like, ooh, should not have been friends with that person. <laughs> I don't know you. Yeah. That's not how my ideology is. Oh, my goodness. Well. No, that, yeah. It's, especially when it comes to online, the world can be a very big place. Take it in strides. And deal with that too. Deal with it. I'll as be it asking comes. you. Yeah. Now, please do. <laughs> we've talked about streaming TV stuff, and now Facebook, and we're gonna get you initiated into the modern world, uh, one, uh, one thing at a time. There are so many things that I've had people tell me you don't even want to know, but we'll talk about that when, <laughs> when you're a little older. <laughs> a little older. <laughs> <laughs> deal uh, yeah. <laughs> um well should we talk about some goals for this upcoming week yeah yeah right. what what are what are you thinking well um i'm going to continue meditating but i will make a goal to to meditate uh midday yeah somewhere between 10 <laughs> and 7 okay i guess that is midday yeah, yeah. um so that will be a goal um and, you know, Christmas is up and going. I think I am going to do a few more things to uh, to prepare for uh, your brother and my son's wedding. Yeah. That will be 
exciting and fun. I did a few things this last week. I don't know if I told you I went out to where the venue is and got to see where the, the tent and all of that. Oh, cool. It's, it's going to be so nice. Yeah. And I know, I know that the wedding will bring with it. Obviously, Dad's not there. Yeah. But, but it doesn't take the joy from the day, you know, and I want to do some things now to prepare so that I don't feel um, at at the wedding at the time that that I'm overwhelmed with, didn't get it done, now I'm stressed. I right. want to be uh, not stressed to the best of my ability at that time so that I can fully enjoy it to the best that I can. For sure, for sure. I mean, it seemed to be an effective strategy. You said when it came to, I mean, I know they're not the same, but like when right. it came to Thanksgiving, you said yeah. you started preparing things a few days right. beforehand just so... When the day comes, you don't have to have more stresses right. than you need. Right. That yeah. are already going to be present. Right. Kind of a thing. Um, yeah. No, that's. I think that's great. That's a great goal. So, so doing a few more things to get ready for the wedding, and now that those invitations are out and the rehearsal dinner, that's kind of my baby. So I'm gonna yeah. really get there and. Um, yeah, that's cool. what I'm gonna do. And meditate before melatonin yeah the m&ms <laughs> my m&ms um uh mine this week is going to be to uh continue um a few months ago i was on craigslist i bought this like uh, electronic piano keyboard for like 25 25 bucks or so uh so i really want to learn piano i've always you know i play a few instruments uh mostly i play drums mm-hmm. i play guitar a little bit um and it's really fun but i've always loved the piano and uh, I was wanting to learn and so I've been like kind of playing around with it a little bit and so this week I'm going to make sure I dedicate like I you know I don't know if I can always dedicate an hour especially with all that cleaning you're doing yeah well that was last week (laughs) Uh, (laughs) no uh, but uh, my goal would be about an hour a day I want to like just sit down for myself uh, with play on the piano play I've I've been learning scales. That's uh, really good. It's just a. I really love that instrument. I think it'd be really fun to learn. Um, so yeah, my good my, my goal is to practice on my little uh, Casio piano. That's um, awesome. I think that'll be really fun, and I'm excited to to see where just a, a week of an hour a day will get me because I'm I am very much starting from scratch uh, for the most part. So do you yeah. have any little piano books or anything? No. So. Um, Weirdly enough, I, I found uh, well one of my coworkers. I was I was dropping her off after work, and uh, my friend she found under my car seat uh, Dad's old tablet. Um, and I, so I asked everyone in the family. Yeah. I was like, "Does anyone is anyone like itching for a tablet? Does anyone need one?" And they were like, "You know, Eric, hey, Sam. No one said you didn't no. ask me." I you were definitely on the phone with Eric when I uh, called <laughs> about the tablet. It's all right. I know you have one. You can have <laughs> no, no. And but, mine has a pink case. <laughs> never mind. No, uh, uh, but it's no, just been, it's been sitting around. But uh, so I uh, found some like apps on there that are like piano lessons um, and what? some. It's like your dad is helping you. It is, huh? Matt, that's so cool. Yeah, and uh, there's like plenty of uh, videos on YouTube and stuff for it. So yeah, I'll I'll set that up, prop it up on something against the piano, yeah. and just play and uh, yeah. So that's cool. I'm getting some use out of that. Uh, Sam, if you're listening to this, uh, if you want that tablet, you hit me up. No. I don't know. Yeah. But. <laughs> Except that Dad's helping me with piano yeah. lessons with it right now. If you want to take that from me, that's fine. But <laughs> well, if anybody wants the goal, if anybody in the family wants the goal of coming in and helping clean out the garage, 
Well, please, yeah, like let's no, set a date. Have that a, definitely. I a tool separating party one day, maybe when it's not too cold. Yeah. So, or we can have cocktails and separate tools out in the garage. For sure, for sure. Your dad bought over the course of many years lots and lots and lots and lots of tools. And I've inherited a, 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 that hoarding sense. I'm aware of the the danger dangers of it and the messes that it can cause. Right. And yes, there are tools scattered all about this house, uh, that garage. This house and the garage for sure. And um, and some of them, they don't even. I don't even have a clue as to what in the world you would do with them. Yeah, um, same. It'd probably get me into all sorts of <laughs> all sorts of trouble. But um, yeah, that would be one of my longer term goals. Would be to have um, the garage be an organized place um yeah because you've got it to the place now where you can get your car in my there. car is in so that's that's, that's so step good. one and yeah well yeah uh definitely i'm ex- excited to help help you see yeah. that go through yeah is that a, a well you know in reading about grief it says don't turn to alcohol it won't help but i'm thinking a little bit of a keg wouldn't hurt separating oh. tools i'm not saying i'm not saying that's a bad idea either okay <laughs> no i think that's great we had great goals um Thank you so much for listening to this. Uh, if you feel so inclined, we would love to hear from you. Absolutely. Um, we have an email set up. It's dealingwithitpod at gmail.com. Um, please write in. We've had some really wonderful emails yeah. already. Yeah, we have. And we really, really appreciate it. I had a friend contact me today. I have to. I was laughing. Yeah. Uh, she has mo- some mobility issues and uses a walker. She was out in her backyard and she changed. She was thinking, I have to go out here and I have to clean up this dog poop. And she had stepped in. She was all over. She was so mad, so mad. And then uh, she yeah. said, no, I get to clean up after my pets who give me such great joy. And she just changed her whole attitude from have to to I get to take care of from what Sam had said last yeah. week. And I just love that. So I said, yes, now I get to go clean out my cat box. <laughs> yes. Uh, I used yeah. a little bit of that this week, too. Um Sam bringing up the um, I get to, not mm-hmm. I have to, is something that I love, but I always, but I had forgot. You know, it's yeah. it hadn't been a term I thought of, and uh, I was just feeling really stressed out um, on Friday. It was just a really busy day at work and stuff. Uh, we took some time off from band practices for like holiday stuff. People were out of town and whatnot, and so I was kind of really enjoying that break from from those responsibilities and things. Um, and so I was going to band practice on Friday, and I was tired. And stuff, and I, in my head, I was like, "No, it's not. I, I don't have to go to band practice. I do get to go to band practice. These, I get to go play music with people I really like, yeah. um, really good friends, and it's something I get to do. And just, just saying that helped me switch that perspective. And I went and had a really good time, yeah, and stuff. But uh, no, it's solid advice, and that's cool. They, your friend, uh, yeah, she, she got to setting. go pick up her backyard <laughs> yeah, because it's just taking care of these little little uh, animals that that she loves and enjoys so much so well that's awesome but yeah hearing from people um, about how our conversations have touched them or inspired them or encouraged them or even just made uh, made them feel compelled to to also reach out to us like that's the coolest thing right about you know one of the coolest things about doing this this podcast with you is is hearing the effect that it has had on other people mm-hmm. um we certainly hope that it continues to be a, a positive um 
place to, to visit and, and, yeah. and listen to. Um, like, yeah, like we said, we're not mental health experts, but we're certainly feeling, feeling something, you know, we're going through it. We're going through it and we're, um, it's, boy, it's not a journey you'd wish on anyone, but um, Matt, it's horrible to say it, but I'm going through it and I am so grateful to go through it with you. I guess that's a good... I'm sorry you have to go through it. It's a good way to put it. It's not anything I would ever want anyone to have to go through, but if you're in the position that you're going through it, there's some really interesting and I would dare to say kind of cool things that that do come from experiencing such a devastating low. Yeah. Um, you really, the canvas is really is is really set to sort of grow and, and analyze and, and things. Um, so yeah, of course it's a it's not something I would ever want anyone to go through. But there, once you're in it, there's a few things you can pull from it. Yes. Um, that that can be pretty uh, powerful. Right. Right. But, well, yeah. It was good visiting with you. Very good visiting with you. Um, Thank you so much. We will catch up again with you next week. Yep. And until then, we will keep dealing, dealing with it. it.